1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Dream Team Tonic podcast, episode 17, on this Sunday evening. Um, with me, as usual, is Ben. You there, Ben?
0: Hi, mate.
1: Right, pal. James, are you there? I'm here, Tony. And our uh, monthly guest, Fergie. Are you there, pal?
2: I am, Tony. Uh, really well. Crap low scoring weekend, for <laughs> all, I think. But um, other than that, uh, rearing to go into December.
1: Happy days, mate. It has been a bit of a... what? One of those weeks, on it, a bit of a crap week, but I think we're all in the sailing in the same boat. Yeah. Um as always, Fergie, when you're on the show, you get you get first uh, first show of your team, show your hand. So let's have a look, mate.
2: Show my team. Okay, so um yeah, not a bad week actually for my dream team tonic Hey. Sorry, rather, you know, the my kind of Feature team for this one. Yes. Um, Edison blank, uh, Diaz blank, Rudiger blank, also Alonso blank. So I did bring in, um, I used my last transfer, Chilwell to Alonso, which was thing, things like that in a strange, you know, obviously really, really feel for or you know, as a person, as a player. But it does really help <laughs> you in these formats because that's just a million saved instantly, you know, and, um, you know, you, you thoroughly expect Alonso to score the yeah. same amount of points at Chilwell over the next month so I made that move I did uh, I've have, I have got Trent in this team for 10 points which was nice he keeps bagging 10 and 12 points every week at the moment he's absolutely flying um, blank for Ben Rama blank for Bernardo Silva um, <laughs> and a blank for Foden who didn't play uh, blank for Harry Kane uh, but I did have Salah and uh, Jota in this team which is quite good having uh, Jota in this team 18 points so uh, I think I had 33 points the week in this team which is Pretty good, at well, say pretty good if you compare it to my other teams. My top team uh, scored five points, um, so you know. But yeah. uh, all my teams now are, are kind of climbing slowly. I think I think this team is actually my worst performing team, and now it's about I think it's about twenty four k. But I've got two or three teams now, kind of within the top thousand to fifteen hundred sort of range. So uh, you know, all 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 climbing reasonably well, and. Um, and you know, I think in the main, already set-ish for December. Um, but um, I am, I am wondering what to kind of do with uh, Foden especially because he eats up a lot of budget. And ever since he played and scored heavily against Brighton, I don't think he's scored a point since. Um, yeah. So I'm contemplating what to do, maybe in terms of you know, maybe. Cool. Downgraded him and spending some money elsewhere. Um I haven't got reached James or Cancelo in this, you know, in in this particular team, and they just seem to be smashing it week on week, apart from this weekend. Yeah, but yeah, some you know, some some thinking to do there. But generally speaking, quite quite happy with this team and all my teams at the moment, and um hopefully well set now and to score loads of points over Christmas. Yeah, big
1: one for Christmas, isn't it? Oh, Massive could... loads of football. Yeah, what can happen? He oh, Ben Rama come off with an injury, didn't he? Apparently. Um, in The city game, obviously Ford, and I seen. I don't know. If, I don't know if I'm the only person that's seen it in that Everton game. That he got his Achilles really, really badly trodden on. Yeah. he was walking really gingerly afterwards, and he, he he had to go off the side of pitch. He would come back on for a little bit, but he got subbed early in that Everton yeah, game. He did. Um, and then obviously since then, um, he, I don't think he's played since, has he? No. Uh, no, no, no. He did
2: midweek. He did this weekend. I, I saw some. Uh, some comments this afternoon off, off Pep saying that someone like Kevin and Phil will hopefully be back soon, and Greenish will be back soon. But you know, back soon. I mean, there's two more games in the next. What was it six days and stuff? Yeah. Like, you know, you you need players who are playing at the moment. So I'm, I'm not really sure. And, and like you say, ever since he played that game at Friends against Brighton he hasn't played up front again for one and when he's on the left he doesn't look as dangerous anywhere near as yeah. dangerous when he's playing in the centre so nearly 6 million he's a lot of money it's, yeah. you just know though he's one of these players who will just uh, will go on a run again he's very streaky is he in terms yeah. of how
1: he scores his points so definitely. yeah
2: one to think about I think yeah
1: definitely Ben do you want to go through your teammates?
3: see how that went yeah measly 14 points so far <laughs> <laughs> yeah Clean sheet wipeouts everywhere and and top spares not turning up. Well, you know, because of the postponement. So, I've got Edison in goal, zero points. Rudiger, zero points. Regulon did not play because of postponement. Um, Trent got another assist. I think that's 11 assists he's got this season in all comps now.
2: That's insane.
3: Yeah. So, yeah, he's ticking along nicely in there. Uh, Foden still injured. Silva zero. Bernardo Silva. Um, Four and Bowen both zeros. Bowen was uh, on the bench today. But he came on, but didn't get anything. Um, Salah five for an assist. Kane did not did not play. And Ronaldo came off the bench for a minus one yellow card.
1: But luckily Great. we've got some games coming up, haven't we? So, <laughs> it you know, is, wait. it is lucky. When you hit a low a weekend like that, you want yeah. games straight away, don't you? <laughs> I think the, the last, uh, the other week, I got a four-pointer and I had to go into an international break with it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like going into a into an international break after a heavy defeat defeat from your closest rivals. It's not nice. Um, but like I said, there is some games mm. around the corner, so. Um, a little bit of frustration on the Spurs part there with your Regulon and Kane in it because yeah. there'll be people that be able to jump on that extra fixture now as well. Which is a little bit yeah. of a frustration because you try and get them on them early. So. But I 14... was looking... Go on, mate. Sorry,
3: mate. I was, I was looking at where they could fit that fixture in because there's double game weeks all the way through now for Spurs. And yeah. especially if they qualify for the Carabao Cup semi finals, they won't be able to play it unless they say, Do you want to play it tomorrow? And it gives them still three days to play until Thursday. But I doubt that that's going to happen. They would have said something already, wouldn't they?
2: Apparently, the earliest one is the midweek between New Year and then the FA Cup third round, uh, which <sighs> is on like the weekend of the 8th. So there's a midweek there at the moment, which is like, you know, the date will be like the 4th and 5th of January. But yeah. all the teams will have played like, that would be team's fifth game in like, Nine days or something stupid like that, so uh, I don't know, it it all depends on scheduling, I think. But yeah,
3: that's the uh, Carabao Cup's semi final first leg that week, uh, in the midweek as well.
1: Oh, that's the midweek one for that one, blindly. Yeah. So if Spurs do get through, then that's that's vetoed as well. <laughs>
2: yeah, oh, that's it. Sorry, if Spurs lose to West Ham, that one's available. You're right, yeah, here. apologies. That's one, yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, tricky, oh, absolutely mental, isn't it? Mental. Mm-hmm. Period that one for games, my goodness me! Yeah,
1: last thing you need is a is a postponement at end of November. I'm trying to squeeze that one in. <laughs> Good luck to the uh, fixture planners there. Um, this after... is the
3: best best part of the year, though, isn't it? When you get all the games thick and fast.
1: Oh, it is because so much Loves can change, and uh, you can make so so much ground up, and yeah, it's exciting. On to my team. Yep. Um slightly better than you were, Ben. Twenty four points. <laughs> but odd really mainly to one man. Um Mendy zero, Rudiger zero. Regulon did not play. Chilwell injury. Uh, typical. Does it bring him in? He gets injured. My last transfer went on Ford and Cancello. Um just I'm not liking the look of that Foden injury. I, I know not much has come out about it and <laughs> that's probably scaring me a little bit more. So I didn't want Cancello, with the funds from Fordham, they had the funds to go to Cancello, so just a not mm. practical yeah, move. Um, obviously left Marais in because they're they're pretty short now. I know Mahrez obviously the African Nations, that he was probably one of my to-get-rid-of list. Um, mm. and probably a kept Fordham due to that injury, but it's one of them. Marez has survived, he's been bloody unlucky as well. He hit the post today, didn't he, had one disallowed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, know we got Starman uh, midweek against PSG. I don't know if you guys seen that game, but he were absolutely electric.
0: Mm.
1: He was very unlucky to not get a lot more points than what he did. Uh, he played really well City. Ben Rama, zero points. Fernandez minus one. Um, he played false nine today, did he not? He seen the Chelsea game?
3: Yeah, it looked like he did.
1: Um, and even when Ronaldo come on, he continued in that position now that's maybe one to just take a note of going forward um with fernandes is going to be taking up that position a, a bit more
2: um if, i think if, think I think we'll see a bit more at the end of the week because obviously that that rangnick's going to be in now any this week yeah and i think you know we'll we'll get a couple of games in quick succession when we they've got who've united got um arsenal and uh arsenal and palace is it in um, yeah. in quick succession yeah. well, i guess some clues there maybe yeah uh,
1: yeah, definitely. One to t- take note of. Um, and then, mm. basically, my points were scored up the top. Salah got five. Antonio, another blank for Antonio. Um, and my mate, Diogo Yota, who I spoke about last week because I said I brought him in for a reason. And this is the thing about you, you bring somebody in, they don't do well one week. you just got to stick with it because you're bringing them in for a batch of games, not just one game. Yeah. And Yota goes and Gets him a, a nice uh, haul of eighteen points. So yeah, it's quite pretty decent. This team, I think, it's up to. Oh, God, I'm not. I don't know where it is. He's about sixteen k. we gonna have a look there. Uh, should have had this to hand. But, uh, Question: Looking that
0: up, Tony. Um, I noticed you've got four players going to the African African Cup of Nations. Don't don't mention it mate, but, <laughs> in, in this particular team. <laughs>
1: It's screwing the life out of me. Like I say, that Foden transfer, I didn't want to make it because I was the Maris and Ben Rama, And then obviously with yeah. Foden.
0: And you've still got Chilwell but, in there, I see.
1: Yeah. Well, injury, run out of transfers, the last transfer with the Foden one. So, um, yeah, it's not it's not gone great. like Transfer-wise, I'm hoping, I'm going to have to get lucky with this team. I'm going to have to make quite a few transfers early doors. Obviously, we're going to touch on the AFCON a little bit after about mm. when the players are going to leave, because I know there's been a bit of confusion regarding that. There that has, might uh, help this team out if mm, there's a little bit of a change do. in the dates. But yeah, it's but, um, yeah, so up to it's 18k, I think this team is. Um, my best team's at 2.5k. Got another one not far behind that on like 4k. So, happy enough.
3: Mm.
1: Um, yeah, what a, not a great week for everybody, is it? But it's a little bit of a tidying up in that team was a chillwell injury not not helping things but yeah ben rama mares salah uh yeah mendy well go on james on to yours mate 14 points
0: well before i dive deep into my team i was just just wanted to say i'm i'm pleased that you're, you're with us today tony <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you want to tell everyone what um crazy well, plan you had you did this weekend because uh we, 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 I think me and Ben thought you'd lost the plot. I know, I know. When I drop you a message and just say, I might be a bit quiet this weekend, lads, and we're
1: glamping. But there's, a storm on, there's a storm on the horizon, Tony. Storm
0: Arwen, yes. Storm
1: Arwen uh, <laughs> greeted us. But there, is, there was a reason for that. My little girl, uh, her birthday, we, we, were glamp, we were going glamping for my little girl's birthday, but it got cancelled because she got COVID on the week of her birthday. So she was absolutely devastated. So we had to rearrange and basically this with us latest this weekend. But yeah, um, it was an experience that the missus didn't enjoy. But me <laughs> and the kids absolutely loved it. I like, trying to make a fire in 45 mile an hour winds to toss some marshmallows, bit of a job. But to be fair, I did it. I did it. I got the fire roaring. The little lads, happy, happy as Larry, like tossing his marshmallows. Little girls, like, I don't even want to bother I don't like toasted marshmallows, so <laughs> we were out there for about twenty minutes. It freezing cold, but <clears throat> yeah, an experience nonetheless, mate. Nice one, yeah. well, i You here back safe. Uh,
0: Fair play to you. Yeah. I am going to nominate you for Father of the Year. <laughs> nice one, mate. Nice one.
1: <laughs> I think I deserve that.
0: <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on to my team, or or moving swiftly off. which should be a better way of putting it. Uh, Fourteen points this week. <sighs> uh, yeah, those. The obviously the Man City and Chelsea clean sheet wipeouts were um, were tough. Um, I suppose if we think about it logically, City were playing West Ham. West Ham were a good side, yeah. although to, to lose that clean sheet in the last minute was a bit a bit harsh. Um, Chelsea playing United also a big tough match up. Um, so probably to be expected. Um, they can't keep clean sheets every week, can they? So.
1: The goal, um, though, James. you will being very polite to United there. I mean, they've, robbed, oh, they've yeah. absolutely <laughs> robbed them of a point. And that, that goal,
0: basically, Jorginho, give them... Oh, you did, yeah. It was a massive cock-up by <laughs> Jorginho. <laughs> really?
1: Right? Really? Um, really. Uh, yeah. yeah. Go on. Sorry, man. They didn't
0: look like scoring. Apart you... from that, they didn't didn't look like they had much in them, did they? Certainly in the first half. Mm. Um, yeah, so, Edison goal, 0 um alexander arnold got me 10 points reese james annoyingly got himself booked minus one uh diaz zero my new acquisition alonso for who i brought in for chilwell uh zero um ben rama zero bernardo silva zero (laughs) mares zero i mean (laughs) when Where have all these midfield points gone? It feels like every week we're we're we're, we're running through <laughs> our midfields, and it's like um, just bypass it. There's no, there's no points in the midfield at all, is there? Most weeks, but anyway, um, up front, Salah got me five points. Antonio got me zero again, um, and Kane, who I brought in nice and early to get me all these points, didn't play. Um, so yeah um not the best week um although to be fair i've had a couple of good weeks so it's not uh, it's not a complete disaster my best team by the way uh is flying high at the moment um it was as high as 133rd this weekend but um <clears throat> after today it's dropped back into, back down to 181st but um i've got jota in that team um <laughs> which was quite nice which propelled me up quite a bit um so that one's doing quite nicely so uh, that, there are some positives to take from this weekend. Doing really well, mate. Like I say,
1: it's a good position to be in, especially going into December. You're absolutely flying up there. Um, yeah. Have you had any transfers left in that team?
0: Um, no, I've now used my last transfer. I wanted to get rid of, um, I had a four-man midfield, so I wanted to get rid of Ben Rama, because he's obviously going, going to go into the AFCON. Yeah. Because i um, and I thought, well, um, so I, I switched to uh, uh, three in midfield and went to, went to, went three up top and brought in Jota. So that worked out nicely. Um, and I also got rid of um, Chilwell for Alonso. So there's no transfers left now on that one. But I'm really happy with the the way the team's set up going forward. Brilliant,
1: brilliant, mate. Absolutely
0: flying
1: high. So it leads probably nicely into a to the first listener question that we're going to touch on um, which is Andy Barnett and he's he's asked primarily, primarily for Fergie but also for everyone uh, use your best final standing last year Fergie won uh, the Sun Dream team can you remember your league table position halfway through the season uh, and how many players were practically ever present in your team for the whole year
2: yeah, so I did. I did have a look back actually because uh, James, I saw. I saw you posted my um, the article I wrote when I won in our uh, fancy football hub WhatsApp group. Yes, and I did have a look back, and I looked back and I, at at this point last season. Obviously, we're not halfway, which I think is important. We're still only roughly a third of the way through the season at the moment, but I think I was around twentieth uh, at this. You know, at, at this point, so you know, I was I was in a. I was in a good spot, um, but I didn't. I didn't actually get to uh, the top, uh, or you know, or the top. I think I got to about sixth, sixth by around New Year, and then uh, I was in the top two. Then I was, I was top for most of the, the second half of the season. I got to the top around the end of January. So say there's still like so much so much football to be played now in the. In the time we play now until that time end of January, is nearly as much football as has already been played so far this season. There's, there's yeah. so much to play. There's, there's masses and masses. So, but yeah, that that, that that's you know roughly where I was um, at that point. And it it is worth mentioning. You know, obviously I had I had bundles of luck right all the way through the season because you have to be lucky to win anything like this. But I did make a lot of mistakes as well. You know, and I I, I do I do think it's worth. Pointing that out, you know, I made some really, you know, bad transfers as well. You know, kind of, <laughs> I, I think the ones I made up until November, I think were were probably pretty good, but when I started to get really, really high, you know, and started getting to get into kind of nosebleed sort of territory, definitely in December and in January, I made some quite poor transfers actually. So it's because I was getting a bit nervous, maybe and. You know, and 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 panicky, and if my players weren't playing, I was like, oh my goodness, I need to take them out, and and all this kind of stuff. Whereby, it probably is worth saying that you don't have to play the perfect game to win Dream Team. You're going to, you know, and uh, like, and uh, uh, looking back now, I do think as long as you play, just play sensibly. You don't have yeah. to go for crazy shouts and wherever else. It's like, you know, you know, even now with my teams, I've done nothing special with my teams at all. But um, in the last month, I think my my worst team was I don't know around 60k maybe. My best team was around 5k. And the last month, I haven't made any change, you know, any real uh, mad changes. And now my worst team is about 24. My best team is you know around a thousand. And that's not uh, like I, like I say haven't haven't done anything madcap, no differentials, nothing like that. You just play sensibly. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's my. That would be my main piece of advice. Going into December, you know, I can already see lots of of people kind of panicking and saying, "I'm behind on leagues. I need to do this. I need to do that." You just need to be able to squeeze in the best players and just just be sensible, because a lot of the time I noticed, you know, it's it's whoever blinks first um, is normally the person who doesn't who doesn't do well and is. Uh, flowerpot man he gave me he gave me a fantastic piece of advice last season it stuck with me ever since and i've got it i've got it written on my desk in front of me and it was just let the others make the mistakes and this and it sticks with me with everything all the time and you'd be amazed how many people you know you could just have a bit of a wobble a bit of a panic and make a panic transfer and it actually costs them and uh, so i suppose going into december and january i think that would be my overarching advice just get the best best players in the best you can. If your players are blanking for one, two, three weeks, but you still think they're a good hold long term, leave them in and just just play sensibly, I think.
0: Yeah, I um, completely agree with that. Good advice, that, yeah.
1: Like you say, as soon as you, your rank starts to get up to, like, say, where you are now, James, like, you feel like you need to do something.
2: You feel like you need to stay there, and if you don't, yeah. you'll fall.
1: It's, it's but like it doesn't always does work to like to stay that. in your yeah. position, kind of thing. You've got to keep yeah. moving, keep moving with it. Whereas actually, <laughs> maybe sometimes, and half the time, standing still with your team is probably the most sensible option. So, how many, mistakes.
2: I, I always say, how many like, the biggest regrets I ever have in fantasy football, it's the same every season in every format. It's always the moves I made instead of the moves I didn't make. They're the biggest yeah. regrets I always have are the, are, the, are the moves you make because a lot of the time you take out a player, who who is who is who will go on a massive run of scoring, and then you know it it's, it's sods all right. How many times does it happen?s You move off a player because he's not quite scoring well enough. That that player you've taken out goes on a mad run. And the player you've brought in gets injured, and yeah. you're just like, what What have I done? If I'd have just left it, how many times have you said that to yourself? Yeah. If I'd have mm-hmm. just left it, I would be much better off. And it's amazing how often it happens. And I last season, I'm trying to do it this season. Um, you know, obviously I'm nowhere near as high as I was last, but um. You know, I'm only trying to make transfers if I have to, almost, you know, like like with Chilwell this week, you have to make the transfer, right? You know, or if you can maybe spot a fantastic run of games, but I'm trying not to take out good players
0: if I can yeah. help it, because it always bites you in the ass.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, there's definitely a temptation when you get near the top to start thinking, oh, how can I push push on that a little bit further? But I, I think your your advice is absolutely spot on. Cheers. Just if you, yeah, just wouldn't blink, James. If you,
2: if you blink and make a bad transfer, you regret that more than if you don't, yeah. honestly. I made some right hairy transfers. I, I got on the right side of luck a lot last season. I can uh, mm. tell you that for free. Christ.
1: <laughs> so was there any players that was ever present in your team? Fairly.
2: Uh, I'm not, uh, I'm trying to think. I'm not, I'm not sure they were, um, I'm trying to think. You know, I, I'm, I'm not sure there were any ever ever presence because the template shifted. So when I started, I had a you know a mixture of Carabao sort of players because they were playing really early. If if you remember, Man City, Man United had a blank a blank game week one. Yeah. yeah. So I so I had a plan to try and make the most out of the Carabao Cup games, then jump on those. Then I moved to um, I think it was a bit of like a Liverpool and Chelsea looking team because Chelsea defence looked amazing. And then in New Year. I just went all in um, on Man City and ended up with like eight eight Man City players. Um, Salah and Kane were the ones I, I think I held, um, and Bruno probably actually because they were like the ones last yeah. year who were just smashing it all season. But this year, the holds for me at the moment are probably um, Salah, Reese James, and Cancelo were the three who I just like. I just can't see them leaving my team. Uh, for a for a long time, you know, unless unless they get injured, I think there are others who are doing really well. Trent, you know, um, Liverpool have, have surprised me actually defensively. I thought I thought that Southampton were quite a lucky not to score yesterday. I do think that you know Allison saves them quite a lot. Um, yeah. but it, I would it, just get on the you know t- people like Salah in this sort of form. You just don't, it's very easy to try and be intricate and try and get like you know a three for one out of another. Another mm-hmm. one, but just look what happened when he played United away. Um, you know, he scored that hat trick because that's the kind of player he is. Just leave him in, just leave mm-hmm.
1: him. Um, and, and finally, just touching on the question from Andrew: um, Did you take? Did you make subs when you were happy with your team just to take advantage of price rises and falls? Uh, probably,
2: probably not. Um, not, not, not just for that. Um, but I did make. You know, I was very conscious of. Making transfers either on the Thursday night or the Friday morning, um, you know in, you know obviously looking at rises and falls, but i would never i'd never personally make a transfer just just for that uh, because it's you know are you you do need a budget you do need points but uh, so, sorry, you do need a budget, but the game is about points you know and um, I think it's very easy you know to try and build up a you know have be really focused on budget. And obviously, you're, you know, if you you know you, your budget will only increase if you're bringing in really good players, anyway. Um, but I, I, you know, I personally would never make a transfer just just for budget. There it, it, it would have to be an element of you know a very very large element of of the transfer in mind first. I think, and if I get you know if I get the budget swing, great. But that's I know that's quite a personal thing that is because I don't think like listening on two guys last week in your budgets. Mine, mine are not as high as yours. I think mine's around 58. I know that some of yours are like 58 and a half, 59. Um, but yeah, I, I, don't, I don't purposely target it.
1: I think it's obviously targeting the budget rises if you've got two or three left or two or three transfers left. If there's somebody you want in your side, um, obviously by planning forwards, then jumping on them at that time for the rise of the fall, yeah, it's a no brainer, but if you like you say, you don't want to take out a player that you want for that month just because he's gonna fall in price, don't take him out to put somebody in who's gonna rise but you don't particularly want. Yeah, it's like building budget, usually if you're doing all right and you've got a decent team, your budget will naturally build. Um
2: The thing for me, you know, if you if you target points your budget will actually increase anyway because yeah. Good, good players scoring good points get rewarded anyway, don't they? So, Definitely. Um, you know, when you get to a point in the season as well, you know where where you can basically afford anyone you want anyway. Because by like January or February, just for example, now you know if if you look like a lot of people have got like plus ten million on their budget already, you know, yeah. and you get to a point where actually you you've got too much budget. All the second half of last season, I could afford any you know anyone I wanted because. I had all the players I wanted in place, you know, and yeah, they but you just didn't kept cheers, on rising. Did you? What's oh, that? Sorry. No, no, I didn't at all. Just... I didn't, I didn't at all. Yeah. I'm just really careful that yeah. Thursday night, Friday morning thing is, is really important on, on when you do the transfer. I've, I've got a lounge set on my phone for 10 o'clock every, every Thursday evening, once the game's been played <laughs> on the Thursday yeah. to help, you know, to kind of remind me to make a decision, to have a look and think, right. And like, just, just last week, for example, uh, Chilwell and Alonso, uh, Chilwell scored 15 points in the week so I knew he was going to rise yeah. Alonso had the 5 pointer so I thought he would stay it was only worth 0.1 but if I did that move on the Thursday night I wouldn't have got the rise because I did yeah. it next morning I got the rise and I I know it's pretty basic but for those who are listening who don't really understand the impact yeah. that has that that is the time to for me anyway to kind of you know maximise budget is is just whether to do it on the mm-hmm. night or the morning
0: definitely um, James, you want to add anything on there, mate? No, only, I, I totally agree with that. You you only want to bring in players that you actually want to bring in. Um, don't do it just for budget, just for budgetary reasons. Totally agree with what you said. Yeah, um,
3: I, ju- I just had a quick look at the, the budgets of the top teams and the leaderboard, top 100 leaderboard, and one of the teams has 61.7 million now. <laughs> and wow. he's not even the top team. He's like the 12th best team. Well, well, well. Yeah, totally agree with what Fergie said.
1: Yeah. Um right. We've got Fergie's apprentice. He's been on with he's put his team on. So anybody watching on YouTube, we will have that on screen for you. Um if you had to change this team, what would you all change when December transfers start? He's got one and a half million in the bank. Start with you, James.
0: Um, yeah, I've been looking at this team and um, there's one obvious transfer, which is obviously Chilwell has to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd also consider removing Uh He's not playing hard, anywhere near the minutes he was. I've got a feeling he might start getting more minutes because I think he's been suffering with this shoulder issue and that's why he's yeah. been uh, not getting as many minutes. But um, obviously Rhys James is pretty much nailed that right-back slot, and he looks amazing. Um, so I'd be looking at um, getting rid of Chilwell and Aspie for maybe Alonso and Reese James. Um, that would be one hell of a back line there. Um yeah. Rafinha, um, if you look at Leeds' fixtures, um, they're all right for the next couple, and yeah. then they are horrific. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs>
1: nightmarish. Yeah, they're, they're
0: the Sad- on them. I think Rafinha's going to have to go um, after um, after they've played like Brentford and uh, some other s- easier side. They literally face Chelsea away, Man-, Man City away, Arsenal at home and then Liverpool away. I don't think you can really get much, much worse than that. So <laughs> I would be go. looking to get rid of Rafinha. Plus, Leeds don't look great at the moment. I think they're really missing Bamford. Um, they're not... They're not performing at all. Oh, the pleasure of playing Kevin, Calvin Phillips in uh, as a central defender and then changing their mind at half-time. Um, they don't look good at the moment. I think yeah. they need to get some of their injured players back. The squad's too thin. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, either get rid of Rafinha. Well, do sort your defence out, but Rafinha can stay a little bit longer, but I would definitely get rid of him before that horrible run of fixtures. Yeah. Ben?
1: Yeah, um,
3: Obviously, next week is a single game uh, week for uh, Leeds. They only play Brentford. And then they go into that run, like you said. So, um, I totally agree with the defensive transfers. Um, Alonso and James come in for Aspi and Chilwell. Then I'd uh, have a look at taking Sanchez out for Edison, which is 3.2 million. That will leave you 4.2 if you take out Rafinha. And you could probably go to... uh, Gunderwan, who looks looking all right now, isn't he? 15 points mm. t- today.
1: 4 million. Uh,
3: yeah, 4 million. Mm. He's um, getting points every every game at the moment. He's got 15, 3, 3, 3, 5. Didn't play against uh, Palace, but then he got 3 against West Ham and 8 against Brighton. So mm. he's ticking along nicely. for 4 million, it's not too bad. Uh, or if you could go for Bowen. Or even have a look at Sancho if he keeps performing in his gagging press.
1: Hey, we, uh, we, we spoke about him last week, didn't we, Sancho? Yeah. Um, yeah, up to 3.1 million now. I think he was 2.8 when we touched him last week. Yeah. Obviously, a goal today, probably rise again. But, yeah, if he's going to get the minutes...
3: Mm. Rangnick's a big fan, fan fan of Sancho, apparently, so should get lots of minutes now if he if he's going to be the manager. Yeah, it'll
1: be interesting. What about? I just, uh, go on, Sorry, there.
3: I was just going to say I forgot to add before when you're talking about the um, other question when we started the podcast uh, in November last year.
0: Yeah, that team,
3: out, that team that we I started using as the Dream Team Tonic Team was in the 100 K. And I think I finished about 83rd overall, so you can, it proves you can just get up there still, even if you're way back.
2: Yeah, yeah, nice.
3: Um, yeah, and it, um, going back to his team, you could, if you wanted to, take Ronaldo out for budget, but I think his fixtures are going to be really good now. Yeah. Uh, Palace, after the transfers come in, Palace, Young Boys, Norwich, Brentford, Brighton, and then Newcastle, Burnley, so you got to leave him in if you've got him. Yeah. In my opinion.
1: Definitely. Um, Fergie, did you get a chance to have a gander at that, mate?
2: Yeah, I think the only... I yeah, um, I completely agree with the guys on the changes. was the only other one, the, the potential, the keeper. Um, De Gea is only 2.8. And mm-hmm. uh, United's fixtures yeah. switch very, very soon for the better. Um, not... Uh, Saturday, the 4th of December onwards, they go on a really, really beautiful run of fixtures right into right to the end of February. Um, they haven't got one one bad fixture to the end of February, according to the ticker. Um, so, yeah, De Gea at 2.8 may be a good one, but saying that um, if, if uh, City concede uh, midweek, this week, mm. which they might, because they're away to Villa, are playing very well. Yeah. Edison may drop again. So yeah. I'd probably go for Edison. But if you haven't quite got the funds, De Gea could be quite decent as well.
1: Mm. Yeah, good shot. Not much different to you guys there. I've obviously got Aspie and Chilwell out. Um, Aspie, due to lack of game time at 5.4 million. You can't have him sat in your team not playing. No. Um, Chillwell 5 million, obviously not going to be playing. Uh, with his injury, so yeah, James Alonso, even Rudiger. I think Rudiger's at five million, which is quite pricey. But um, he he was very, very unlucky not to put one in top 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 bins today. But um,
2: and he missed one right at the death as well, didn't he? yeah, he, yeah, he did that fully. Oh.
1: Yeah, I was Jeez. screaming for that to win as well. He's in yeah, it for quite was. a few of my teams on the FBL team, but. And then, yeah, Rafinha, he has. I think you've got to get rid. I think you have to change him up. Um, Then fixtures are horrendous, and same. I've got down here. I've got Gundo, Sancho. uh, Obviously, a bit of a punt for the United, but as Fergie says, the fixtures are lovely. And then a bit of a shout out for Callum Hudson-Odoi because Mm. if he could, if he'd found his shooting boots for the last few weeks, and I know we've said this about Timo Werner for a while, but. if Callum Hudson odoi who's had so many minutes for Chelsea over the last five six weeks, um, two point eight million, he, he seemed nailed on that sh- on that team sheet, doesn't he? Pulisic back, Ziyech back, Werner back today. Lukaku on the bench, Mount back, Havertz on the bench, and Callum Hudson odoi still plays. <clears throat> is it? <throat> is it only a matter of time before he shifts? I
2: wonder out? if Lukaku. Starts Werner shifts onto that left role because that's what they were playing before he got injured. One day that's the yeah. only thing. And then Hudson Odoi then played in the team. It was him and Havertz came in together, didn't they? Yeah. And and played like like literally after because Lukaku and Werner got injured in the same game, yeah, didn't they, they In the Champions yeah. League midweek. Yeah. That's that would be my only concern. But I would say you know you could leave it a week or two with Lukaku back in the team. And if Hudson Odoi is still playing, yeah, I can't. I can't see the hand. because you're bound to get a lot of minutes anyway. Um, and Chelsea's fixtures, as you mentioned last week, I think, well, all, all the big team's fixtures are all yep. really good all through December, yep. aren't they? You can't, you can't really go wrong.
1: It's really going to mix it up, I think. It uh, is, I agree, yeah. the, December because, it, like you said, there's there's not like one team that has, no. one or two teams that have great fixtures. There's like four or five right. where you could actually <clears> fill your boots here, like, here, there and everywhere. So it's going to be somebody that manages to Pick the right players from each bit of each team. Agree. Um, yeah. I think they're gonna have a really fruitful December and probably January as well. Yeah, I think so. Um, but yeah, Fergus Prentice, uh, James, out to uh, a. We got. I've already been to you, Anna.
0: Yeah, you started. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't once <laughs> that
1: storm, that, that storm, <laughs> Ireland, that blowing through my ears. Right. <laughs> next up, Mike. I, I just because I looked at you, James, I looked at you and I thought he's really waiting waited to say something no. here. Oh, I've not been to. Anyway, Mike, what plays a bigger part in your decision making process on difficult transfers? Um eye test or stats. He's been around eighty twenty in favour of the eye test this season and it's paying off. Just curious to know our thoughts. Great pod, regards Mike. Cheers, Mike. Um James, eye test or stats.
0: What, what, what kind of man um, are you? I would, I would say seventy thirty for me. Um, I mainly I test. Um, I, I watch a hell of a lot of football. Yeah. Probably too much football, if, if I'm <laughs> honest. Um, um, uh, so yeah, I do like the stats that um, some of the FPL podcasts go into. So I, I don't do. I tend to let them guys do the work for me, and they do. They do a lot of uh, good, good in depth research so um i always always look uh um uh, look at what they're doing and uh, that's really helpful
1: Fergie?
2: <laughs> yeah I, th- I think i think for me the the most important thing for me always always is is uh volume and quality of fixtures that's the first thing i look at before i get to kind of i test or stats because in dream team Volume of fixtures is 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 massive because you get some teams that play like six or eight games in the time that some teams play three at times. So yeah. that's the first thing I always look for. But in terms of I like test or stats in Dream Team, it's it's a bit different, I think, to other games because you have got that big European kind of involvement, which the stats don't don't really help um, as much because you know none of us are massively fait with the defensive stats of you know, locomotive Moscow or FC Moorah or all, you know, all, all these kind of teams. Um And also teams tend to play um British teams tend to play quite differently in the champions league and conference and stuff than they do um in the premier league as well. So I don't think stats personally are as prevalent in dream team as others. So it's much more I test for me, may, maybe the same in dream team, maybe 80, 20, but the thing for me I always look at, always, is volume is volume of fixtures and quality. You know, you know you know, you see a real long block of constant green fixtures for top yeah. teams. They're the things I always look for in Dream Team, above above all else.
1: So we all promised that we weren't going to touch on an S-Mura, but I was sure he's <laughs> brought it up himself, hasn't <laughs> <laughs> they say
2: they're a quality teammate what can I say they're they're a very underrated team in my opinion
1: swiftly moving on Ben Jesus (laughs)
3: Um, yeah um, I was going to mention the uh, fixtures I uh, do look at the fixtures they're probably the first thing I look at before anything and then I go into uh, stats not like deep deep stats like just pretty much goals assists ratings clean sheets yeah. star man stuff like that and uh and then I, I I test is probably 60 forty for me so, so stats more to to I test for me so I don't get to watch as much football <laughs> yeah so yes yeah, so i'm I've, I've always gone for st- like stats and it's always worked for me and I've always won my mini leagues and stuff like that so, so yeah the way I do it always <coughs> seem to be working when the football's on <laughs>
1: Yeah, fixture fixture quantity in Dream Team is massive, and then obviously mm-hmm. off the back of that, touch on the the quality of the fixtures. But yeah, eye yeah. test is up there for me. I think it's one of the main things that I like to watch as much football as I can. I think like stats sometimes can be a little bit misleading. Um, certain stats like they always they always put it on on Sky. Touches in the box is a good one, mm. but you've you've got Timo Werner. Has had six touches in the box, but every single one of them has bounced off his pissing foot and go back to the keeper. <laughs> like, does that mean he's more of a threat? Do, do you get what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. When you're watching somebody who might have two quality touches in the box, like you, you yeah. start to compare things like that. eye test. You can never feel really eye test, um, especially if you're watching a particular player. If you're thinking, Joe, I, I fancy this player. I've not brought him in yet, but I'm mean, have a look at him in this game. You see what he's about. I think." When you're actually concentrating on a player, you can see see what they're doing. Um, like I particularly enjoyed watching Mares against PSG in midweek because I think mainly he was probably my biggest biggest um, player that in that game. So I watched him quite quite a lot. We ended up with Starman. He could probably, probably have had two or three goals. He were, played really well. Um, if anyone were watching that, they'd be bringing Mares in next game week. Um, and rightly so. Um, but yeah, eye test. It's got a lot to play. Looking at numbers sometimes can be a bit, a bit um, deceiving. But still, like Ben says, you, if you play a game of numbers, like if you don't get to watch much football, assists, goals, and all all the set that like the seven reigns the dream team darlings that we speak of, like obviously not Kane this season, but Kane like, loves it, loves the seven reign De Bruyne seven reign, Maguire. Seven rating all yeah. the time, heading the ball or certain passes, uh, key passes, whatever, whatever they do their algorithms on. Um, there's certain players that they love it.
3: Yeah, um, I, I mean, I'm I'm more into concrete stats like literally goals, assists, seven ratings, like you yeah. said. Not this XG, XAI, <laughs> or what fucking <laughs> it's
1: called. Yeah.
3: yeah, like you just said, touches in the box, stuff like that.
1: Yeah, it loses me a little bit. Maybe maybe I'm not young enough for that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know, but yeah. Eye test, I like. I like the eye test. Right, resident blogger Connor is here. What's a good transfer st- strategy for December? Obvious answers to this, of course, but intrigued to know what you guys think. Yes, yeah, sir so James... Um,
0: transfer strategy for december um yeah so go up to for Connor's question um if you've got players going to the african cup of nations i think you should be holding back enough transfers to get rid of them um plus maybe one for an unforeseen injury although saying that some recent developments in the um African Cup of Nations and start date has got me slightly confused because um, I did see um, I did see the Klopp was asked about the possibility of Salah and Mane being available for the Chelsea game and I thought, that's odd. So I looked up the date of the Chelsea game and it's the 2nd of January and everyone's been saying the African Cup of Nations, all the players go on Boxing Day. So that kind of potentially right... Uh, goes against that. They did say he, that was still being discussed, so that's not set in concrete or anything. Mm-hmm. I think um, Boxing Day is, is probably what you should still have in mind, but that does cast some doubt on it. I think, um, Fergie, have you heard anything um, along those lines?
2: No. So there's. I've seen some. Um, I've seen some quotes around uh, that the current rules expect players to be made available for their countries from Boxing Day. Yeah. But and I think that's as it, as it currently stands. But I know the clubs are in talks with, you know, the various FAs and whatever else around trying to get it changed. So the tournament yeah. starts, I think, on the, I want to say the the 9th, say the 6th or the 9th um, for, for a month. I think it's the 9th, actually. Nice, um, yeah. So I'd be very surprised if they played on the 2nd, considering the tournament kicks off on the 9th yeah um and i suppose the only other thing to add with afcon which is quite important is that teams like you know um egypt and senegal and all that you know are are quite fancy to go quite deep into the tournament as well Mm -hmm. it's it's very unlikely that those teams are going to be knocked out you know and kind of the opening phase are going to be around for the end of jam but it's all it's also worth noting just on afcon um i don't know if you guys have, have noticed this yeah you probably have but there are only two weekends worth of uh, Dream Team play in January, um, because uh, Saturday the first. I yeah. actually I need I need to check this with Frank on FF stuff site because normally the transfers are available aren't they on the first Friday of the month aren't they? Yeah. Um, so I just need to check um, with with Frank of FF stuff. But if this is right, and I, th- I think it might be actually, there's only two weekends um, of transfers. In, in january which would be the week of the um mm. 14th and 23rd even though there are FA cup games earlier but it would be like friday friday the 6th or friday the 7th of january there are barely any uh, any games to make transfers for in january as it stands it's quite interesting because there's this um there's this uh, international break isn't there at the end of january as well yeah. mm. so i just i just think you know I probably need a bit more time to take it in what it means in terms of managing transfers, but it does potentially mean that if your team is in a bit of a mess, you can sort it out pretty quickly in January and not have to worry about loads and loads of fixes in January, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. If, I, th- I think obviously you're caught out with, with two or three players that have gone off to the AFCON. It's probably not going to harm you as much as if there was a stacked January.
2: No, exactly. Yeah, um, but but also to James's point, and I think you know I think it's very relevant um, if they do leave on Boxing Day. So if Salah plays on Boxing Day, just for example, again, I think I think he's playing Leeds yeah. on that day. Liverpool have also got games on the twenty eighth and the first as well. Um, yeah. And then it, is it also the the Carabao Cup or something? i i not, not say Carabao not saying
3: for... Carabao Cups on the. Um... Around the fourth or the fifth.
2: Yeah, so um, but
3: first leg, and then they do the second leg the week after.
2: So just to say, you know that, um, yeah, there's there's actually quite a few fixtures between Boxing Day and you know the sixth of January. It's not like it's bare. There's a few fixtures. So, but I just on Afcon and and those, the only <laughs> thing I would say, um, James, you know, is is even in even now in between. Um, the so the thirtieth of, of November, the next games, and then up to Boxing Day, a lot of teams do have like eight, eight fixtures up until that point. Ooh. So to your point earlier, maybe about you know um taking out players who are playing well, this, that, and the other. Obviously, you know, there's not that many who, who are going who are playing really well. Salah obviously, <coughs> um, maybe Mares potentially, but I'd just be a I don't know, maybe a bit a bit careful about not going for players who are going in that if you do think they're going to have a really good run in December, because there is a lot of football
0: to be played between now and when yeah. they have to go anyway, I suppose. Yeah, yeah I, I wouldn't be looking at taking them out until absolutely, certainly someone like Salah, obviously, yeah. you, you wouldn't take him out until he had to. Oh. Or and that's obviously Mendy
2: as well is one. But, but if yeah. you're desperate for Mendy, just as an example, I wouldn't not go for Mendy personally just because of this, because he's likely to keep... A load of clean sheets before yeah. he goes off to yeah. to Afcon. That, yeah. That's that's the point I'm trying to make. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. If you've not got Salah, put him in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <After> you got. it is <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, one of them. Uh, like you say, you, eight you fixtures want... between now and twenty six? It's big.
3: Do you want me to clear that up for you? The January fixtures.
1: Oh yes, well, right. So obviously we've got the FA Cup there as well, haven't we? Which yeah, obviously yeah. Gonna, it is FA Cup. It's, yeah. it's going to work so, its way into there.
3: Yeah. So you've got on the sec the, the first of january you've got premier league fixtures then the first round of the Car- carabao cup sorry the first leg of the carabao cup semi final in midweek on the 4th or 5th 4th and 5th probably the two legs and then uh it's the fa cup first third round in the game week 19
2: yeah
3: then we've got the second leg of the carabao cup midweek and then we've got on the game week 20th Game week twenty, we've got the Premier League games from Saturday the fifteenth, and then we've got another round of Premier League games on the twenty from Friday the twenty-first, and then after that we've got the international break for the South American teams on the twenty-eighth. Brazil and all that are playing, so I think yeah. we'll have a break there.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah,
3: there's no European teams playing, though, is there?
1: So no, you're gonna. No. So we're gonna have a Carabao Cup first and second leg. Yeah, in January. And an FA Cup round. Yeah. So potentially, potentially five fixtures in that January period, at the most. But uh, well, maybe six if somebody's. Six. Yeah, somebody uh, might have six. Finals. Yeah. So you have two mm. teams that got six potentially, and then the rest with five.
3: Well, four teams, yeah. I
1: mean. And then you've got, like, obviously, with the FA Cup third round, you're going to have teams against smaller teams. think you'll be playing full sides, you'll be resting them. It's going to be a tricky one. Like, mm. like, Fergus, I think January is not that daunting if you've still got a couple of players in the AFCON I don't...
2: Yeah. I mean, you, you know, Even the teams you're targeting for the Carabao Cup, um, Liverpool have got Leicester first, so one yeah. of those will go through. Uh, Chelsea have got Brentford, you would expect Chelsea to go through. So this is what I mean about Mendy. Mm-hmm. You know, you could even move Mendy on to Kepa for January and then move him back to Mendy if you want. You know, just yeah. as an example, yeah, you're was. not going to lose any money on Mendy, but you could actually gain quite a lot on Kepper yeah. and get a load of value and points as well. So this is what I mean about, you know there are various options, but it is worth keeping an eye on those results in that midweek on the 21st of December to see who goes through, because there could be, a bunch of extra points there potentially. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Good strategy. We're talking about I think... January now, why not December? We <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but it is it is worth having this stuff in the back of your mind. I think you know when yeah, you're making yeah.
1: changes. I think that's the lead on in it. Is um, I mean December stuff. Stra- <laughs> as long as your players are playing, just leave them in. I mean, mm-hmm. don't right, be exactly. Don't be rushing. That's so many games to play over December. So many points to be out Five added.
3: game weeks.
1: Yeah. I mean, as long as you're happy with your team as it is don't be making any knee-jerk decisions and save, you, save your transfers mainly for the back end to make transfers like that to take. obviously you want to get rid of Sally you don't want an £8 million player who's going away for a month um, but you, yeah I mean it's the there's not that many games in January if you do get caught short right to the night watchman um, I sold Yotta for K. <laughs> Should I pack up now and keep or keep plodding on? Um, on a more serious note, would you guys stick with Fernandez ahead of a good run of fixtures? He's not been done, doing much recently, and I have a lot of budget tied up in him. I'm thinking for them maybe a good shout. Ben.
3: Uh, def- definitely keep Fernandes with them fixtures coming up, like we've yeah, already been through yeah. them, they're just, they're just so good you, would, if, you wouldn't think they would uh, struggle against them them teams but it's Man United <laughs> but with a new co- coach coming in I think they'll be a different team definitely um, yeah, and keep plodding on mate we all make the odd, odd <laughs> mistake don't we
1: absolutely I mean, yeah. he can blame his own side, can he? Burnley fan, Nightwatch, man. Yeah. If they Should just have put been the out there on. shoveling the snow off the pitch. I oh, came bound for a hat-trick today. Yeah.
3: Did you yeah. see the water in the pitch, Burnley, Bef- out before the game? No. Instead of, like, shoveling the snow off, there was water in it. I don't know why. <laughs> probably trying to melt melt the snow. Was it warm but water? to ice over, isn't it, the water?
1: <laughs> That's a strange one. I didn't see that. It's conspiracy theory. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Fergie, what do you reckon? Yeah,
2: I think with Kane, you know, a lot of people look looking at Kane, including myself. I've got I've got him in all my teams because more for their next two or three games now rather than, you know, they're, they're home to Brentford on Thursday, which should be a decent game for him. They're then home to Norwich and they've then got... Um, uh, Rennes, uh the week after, which they need to win now, I think, or at least draw they can't afford to lose um, to mm. actually progress. But then there is actually quite a nice hop-off point then off off Kane straight on to someone like Ronaldo or Bruno, uh, because Spurs' fixtures then get a bit tougher. They're away to Brighton, away to Leicester, Liverpool, West Ham, uh, whereas that's the time where United's really, really improved. They go Norwich, Brentford, Brighton at home and Newcastle, Burnley. So I should should probably mention this in the last question about kind of strategy. But, you know, just you've obviously gone to Kane for a reason. There's nothing you can do about a game being snowed off. Here's another example (laughs) last year. Do you remember when um, Man City and Everton was called off because of COVID on the same afternoon it was supposed to be played on Monday? I had nine Man City players ready for that game and and, (laughs) and, and barely anyone around me had had any because I jumped on (laughs) so early. I was expecting an absolute rout and I thought that that was going to cost me the whole thing but as it happens you just got to just got to ride with it right and you know and just yeah. kind of reassess and everyone has good luck everyone has bad luck but um I'd stick with Kane and then maybe think about getting rid of him after that uh, Rennes game to maybe someone like you know obviously we get to look at United now and how much they improve and then maybe move him on even move him back to Jotter at that point because Liverpool's fixtures are you know were really nice as well so but yeah, just let's, let's just hope he does the biz over these next three games before we can uh, shift him on.
1: Yeah, definitely.
3: I was hoping he'd do the business against Muir on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so he got his goal. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was surprised he started, to be honest, because he looked absolutely knackered against... Uh, was it Leeds last weekend? Yeah. he looked. Kn- I was really surprised he started and he played the full 90 as well. So maybe the rest will do him
0: good. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. James? Um, I th- the only thing I would add to that would be that um, keep an eye on how Ralph Raniak you know sets the team up because uh, you never know he might, he's got he's um he's got a very specific way of playing traditionally with his Gengen press um, and he may you never know that I don't see it happening but um you never know he he, he might have a different role for Fernandez um, but yeah mm-hmm. I would um. Keep an eye on it and just see how Ralph sets his team up before you make any major decisions. I, I wouldn't be getting rid of him myself with uh, at the moment with uh, with those fixtures. Definitely not. I mean, he's got to find a way into that side. He's one of the
1: top stars. Yeah, he to score the goals and get the assists he got last year without being a top, top player. Mm. It's, it's more um, a blip, I'd say. United and Fernandez at the minute, um, they've got the fixtures. They had the fixtures at the start of the season. They did cock-all with them. But yeah. they've got a second chance now. They've got a, they've got a manager coming in to refresh things, on and just at the start of a run of great fixtures. So surely, surely I think we'll, we we've been talking a lot about United assets over the uh, over the next few weeks. Um. Right, Lee Hooper, what do you think to his team, which should be up on screen for anyone watching on YouTube? Um, value is only fifty-four point six mil. It's poor compared to a lot of other teams, but I think we've just touched on like it's not all about value, but it helps. Antonio's been a disaster for him and he's losing value, not sure what to do. He wants Ronaldo, but, but is it plausible with that team? James.
0: I think this team set up okay actually. I mean, yeah, Antonio's not been performing. I am in the same boat to be fair with that. Um the thing is, we've probably gone through some of their tougher fixtures and they're going into a period where they're still a bit mixed, but there's some decent fixtures in there and um, there's not a huge amount of options. I mean, if you've got the money, you consider swapping him for Jota um, and maybe Moura could, could become um, Jaden Sancho, like we've sort of mentioned earlier. Um, also might be worth looking at maybe go into a back 4 as well with all these uh, wing backs uh, doing well this year. Um uh, maybe you could squeeze um Alonso in there somehow.
1: Yeah. Fergie.
2: Yeah. yeah, I agree on um on Jota. Uh West Ham mids seem to be the only mids who could even offer, you know, potentially offer much much value at the moment, I think. Yeah. Um, Foden looks very in and out. Obviously, Silva's a great pick. You know, how to have him. He's, he's, he's got Bowen as well. I, I recently moved in. Uh, well, no, sorry, I moved Bowen to go alongside Ben Ram because uh, West Ham's fixtures do pick up very, very nicely in the next two or three weeks, and with the lack of anyone else scoring points, my thinking was, well, I'll just get them in. You know, they're scoring zero, but so is everyone else. It doesn't really matter, and. Yeah and just hope their form improves and they're really cheap and they can spend your money elsewhere. So it's a tough one with Foden, as I say. He's got Foden, you know, he's a bit of a cash cow there. He's five and a half million. You could potentially move Foden down to another West Ham mid or Sancho, as James said, and beef Antonio up to Jota, um, get Moira to maybe Alonso, for example, who is, you know, he sh- shouldn't be that far away from that. Yeah. I don't think you're far away from, you know, a really good team there. And then, you, you know, even after that, then you could potentially depend on what happens to the rice i know no ronaldo is now 8 million he should drop this week um obviously uh, united have got Arsenal, actually so we'll have to see how he does in that mm-hmm. but um ronaldo's 8 million now um kane is 7.1 i think so you could do kane's ronaldo in a couple of weeks as i mentioned um earlier so yeah that's that's, that's kind of roughly what i think but you You've got a couple of cash cows there, I think you're Foden and Kane, who could potentially be moved out for to help kind of restructure your team a little bit. But you have got Reese James and Cancelo, which I'm incredibly jealous of because they <laughs> you know they them two and Sal, as we mentioned earlier, are the you know for me the most essential players in the game at the moment. Yeah. Um,
3: yeah, the only thing to add there is you could probably do Foden to Trent as well.
2: Oh, that's a really good shout. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: Then you've got really good defense. I think you covered it all there.
1: Yeah, I think it's so obviously ones with Ronaldo. You have you have to steal that budget from somewhere else, don't you? And Ford and Kane—they're the main main men to get you to uh, switch Antonio out there. Who's obviously just picking up zeros for Ford now and many But you do know as soon as we all start taking him out, yeah. he's going to bang. Um i like he's still in
3: my FPL team.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I took him out a couple of weeks ago.
3: I've had him all season because I've got so much value in him, but obviously he's just dropping and dropping now because yeah. everyone's selling him.
1: Yeah, I, I, the Mora, I, I like the Mora shout. Mm. I've put him into one of my top teams actually. Uh, Mora, nice, nice, cheapy, but it's um, looking good, looking good. Um, got an assist, I think, during during week. Um, one of, them, one of them, like you say, that 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 back, that back four, Kachow, James. If you could get Trent in there, that'd be nice. Especially if Foden's long term, you got to jump out, get that get that cash out of there. Um, but other than that, I mean, it's a nice team. Yeah. If you had that team sat there, I mean, you you're not thinking that needs major surgery, are you? No. Are you, no. There's, there's no flags there. Other than Foden, obviously potentially, uh, no, they don't need major surgery. I think like, don't worry about your team value. I think it will take care of itself because that's a, that's a team that will score points. Again, as Fergie says, Kane to a uh, Ronaldo in a couple of weeks is what's what's good. Right, moving on. Ff Dempsey, with no European games in December. We touch on this every week. Are there any team players from other teams worth a closer look? James, we know your answer. <laughs> Absolutely. No non European players. None.
0: I was I was thinking, Tony, don't come to me for this one. <laughs> <laughs> because you just
1: it. I'm gonna touch on it first, because I have got one. I mean, Arsenal are playing well. Um so if there was anybody, if you had to force me, stick my arm up my back and say, Tony, you have to start choosing some players from non-European teams. Um, Arsenal, I'd be looking at Smith-Rowe, Saka. I would not be looking at the Bamiang. Um For whatever reason, he's turned into a right. <laughs> uh, yeah, donkey. is probably the word. But yeah, uh, Smith-Rowe and Saka, I like the look of. It's just that they don't play European football. So for me, I don't, I don't, um, don't pay much attention. I do to a degree, but not, not, not for my team. But has anybody else got any players that you want to throw in there? Non-European sides, Ben?
3: No, totally agree with you. Arsenal's a team to look out for me, um, especially with that Sunderland quarterfinal yeah. in the Carabao Cup. Um, yeah, they've got decent fixtures. That's the only team i have be looking at, and Smith Rowe. Smith Rowe's quite cheap, and Saka is doing all right. But that's about it. I won't go near Aubameyang.
1: <laughs> yeah, very good.
2: Yeah, Arsenal. I I don't know the Aubameyang. He's a, he's a funny one, isn't he? Because they've got a stretch of three fixtures just around that week: um, Leeds, Sunderland, and Norwich. Which are... yeah really nice little run of games that you can maybe see a doing so it would be a punt, <laughs> yes. right? It would just yeah. be a it would it would be a right, so I'm I'm struggling to make any ground. Who can I possibly get in for a couple of games to maybe mm-hmm. help boost me up for a week or two? Yeah. Uh, maybe go a for that. But I've got to be honest, you know, as I've said um a number of times before, you're using two transfers to put one in who will very unlikely do better than the person taking out anyway. And then you'd have to take him out in February anyway, so I just don't see the point.
1: Yeah. Nothing stands out really. Completely agree with it. Yeah, there you are, mate. A bit of a short one here from John Hartwell. Any advice on who to swap Chilwell for? Lots of options out there. Obviously, we can't see his team. Um, We don't know the money, but
0: best defensive options, I suppose, James. Um, well, the obvious choice would be um, obviously Alonso to state to state the obvious. Yeah. I mean, if you've got the funds to go to Rhys James, I do think he's probably a better lot, better option. Um, he, but he's two point one million pounds more expensive. Um, I do like him though. Um, I mean, so it dep- I would say it depends on your team. Um, Alonso, if you're struggling for funds, if not, maybe you can go for um, uh, Rhys James.
1: Yep.
2: Fergie. Um, yeah, Fergie. Um, yeah, Alonso for me at the moment, just because he's the he's the cheapest way um, into all these, you know, premium defenders. A lot of them. Yeah, again, as we mentioned a couple of months ago, you know, we said that some of these defenders are probably going to rise to like six million, and we kind of laughed at the time, but they have, yeah. haven't they? And uh, they're very, very hard to get to. I think Alonso has got the potential to rise very, very quickly over this next month. So, you know, you're not only getting a really good rise, um, but you should get a shed load of points as well. So I would do that because it'll save you a million as well. Um, I'd wait probably now, you know, if you haven't made it already, which doesn't sound like you have. Um, or sorry, if he's talking about next month's ones anyway, he could bet a bit of a bargain anyway because Alonzo may even go down in price uh, yeah. this week if they don't keep a clean sheet in midweek. So... I'd personally go Alonso, because um, it gives you a million to play elsewhere with your team as well.
3: Yeah. Um. Yeah, um Alonso's the um the cheap route into the team. Um quite attacking on free kicks sometimes as well. But um long term, probably Rudiger. He's around the same price, I think he's five million. So he's the same price as Chilwell. But what what's your thoughts on um Trevor Chalaber? He's playing the last three games now. He's only four million. I just have a feeling he's going to come straight out soon.
1: What's your thoughts?
2: He's competing with Christensen's a problem. He was also on that price, isn't he? And you yeah. just never you never know who's going to play. Um I think, you know, Reese James, Rudiger and Alonso, I would guess, are probably going to be three the the well, and 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 silver, sorry, are probably gonna yeah. be the the four most nailed on. That that fifth spot is Pretty open because there's also, um, is it Saar has played a game or two as well, haven't
3: he? Um, Yeah. Yeah. There's six Chelsea players in the top ten of the uh, point scorers (laughs) for defenders. And Alonso's down (laughs) in 13th. I think
1: Chalabar's looks absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Class defender. For his age and other things, and just thrust straight into that Chelsea side, he looks brilliant. Really, really good. Um yeah, Alonso's, he's nailed now, in he? There's nobody getting that left-back spot.
0: Put Alonso... Alonso in
1: is the cheaper option. He's yeah. probably one of the most attacking options other than Reese James. It's a no-brainer. Mm. Chill well out. Alonso in and uh, spend your cash elsewhere. Al- Alonso,
3: Alonso... Sorry, sorry. Go on, you go first.
1: I'll, I'll right. I was just going to reiterate what Fergie said about Alonso's value. Obviously, you're taking the money out of Chilwell, putting it into Alonso, and he's very, very likely to rise nicely over the next four weeks, five mm. weeks, however long he's in that side.
3: What I was gonna say was Alonso's already overtaken Rudiger in the in the uh, percentage of owned. Wow. He's sixteen percent overall and Rudiger's twelve point three. Jesus. Ooh.
2: I think a lot of those though are probably ones who held on to him as well. Yeah. Who couldn't get rid of him for yeah, one reason? Yeah, one that's another.
1: true. That's true. Jonathan has said, What are your thoughts on Hudson or Doyle ads? Seems to be getting more minutes lately and scoring quite well for 2.5 million. 2.8 million now, is he? He's 2.8 million now. What do you reckon, Mem?
3: Uh I don't know. It, when I, like you saying like about the eye test, I've been watching when, when I've had a chance to watch Chelsea play. Seems to miss so many chances. But looking at his stats he's doing all right he's been he's a bit of an, a Dharma trolley he's not getting the star man <laughs> <laughs> he's not he's not getting the star man uh, thing but um he's ticking along getting threes. and uh, he got a goal against juventus the other night he's got a couple of assists in there as well so ticking along nicely for that price it's probably worth worth a gamble as a fourth midfielder
1: i've got him down here altana die. Game Week 9, a 10-point ten, a ten ra- uh, ten point scored and a 3-point scored. Game Week 10, a 5-point scored and a 3-point scored. Game Week 11, a 3-point scored. Game Week 12, a 3-point scored and an 8-point scored. And then today, he got a 6.9 rating. Yeah, hey, six it. Point today. nine. But a- six or something it was. Yeah, he could have had better. I think, for his value, 2.8 million. Uh, I think there's a... We all look for enablers. Midfield's a trickier option for this season. Obviously, we've got Bernardo and stuff like that. But if he keeps getting game time, yep. Good one. A good one on them points, isn't he? Like when you look at the average of them points.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: You reckon? Very Also, are you talking to me? Yeah, well, <laughs> any oh, of apologies. you? Oh, apologies, mate. I, I, I
0: mean,
1: Hudson Odoi isn't my son. Mason Mount's my son. I'm not, I know. I'm trying. I'm banging on about Hudson Odoi, but yeah, I, I think with them, them uh them point scorers in the last what four or five game weeks, I think he's as good as value as any midfielder that's under in it he is I I just say I I mentioned earlier
2: I just I fear a little bit for his minutes going forward because with Lukaku and Werner back they're going to have like six or seven players fighting for three spots Um, so I just worry for his minutes that's the and and Chelsea notoriously are not massive goal scorers either are they Um, you know they don't tend to route teams kind of four or five nil so he's not for me but he could be you know it could, it could work out, but he's probably not someone yeah. I'm looking at.
1: Probably not scoring big because he got Werner on pitch. Don't know said a few of the chances today. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
3: Zieck <laughs> <laughs> yeah. got a uh, uh, man of the match today as well, star man. Oh, wow. And he's like coming in and out of the team. He is. Purely six back, but he just right. plays bits and bobs, doesn't he, because he's a sicky note. So, yeah. But he has been playing the last. Eight games, eight nine games. So yeah, but they've just
2: been the games that Lukaku and Werner haven't been fit yeah. for. That's that's, bad say, bad that's one, the only yeah. thing I would. It, it coincided exactly with that, and it, totally because nice. he was he he had an odd cameo, didn't he? Like right wing back, and yeah. all of a sudden he changed to left wing on that following Saturday. That's say I'd I just monitor it, but but if he still keeps playing after you know another game or two, then 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 I think I I go in. But yeah. I'd be surprised if he plays both the next two, just as an example.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like I say, it's one of them. They say all the right things, don't they, the manager in that? Like, he's coming, he's, he's worked hard, he's playing well. But then the big guns come back, and you might find yourself just sat back on the bench. But he's done himself They've
2: just paid like 100 million for Lukaku, whoever it is, right? There's, there's no way in the world he's not going to just start every single no. game he's available for. And then they pay big money for Werner. They did. Yeah. Um, and Havertz.
1: Havertz. And Zayic. Yeah. <laughs> Zayic about about many and... How many attempts on goal did Zayic have today? About six or seven shots he had today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like him. I like him. Hopefully he stays inside, but he might he might steal that uh, enabler from us. Jason Jones, he's just outside the top 300. Massive, massive. Nice. Uh, with this team. He's got five teams in the top three k, which is a decent start. Obviously, chill well to Alonso or Robertson um, is what he's thinking. Any advice on the rest of his team for the new transfers? Cheers, lads. I just um, noticed Robertson's only
2: three point six, which is uh, yeah. which is very very good actually, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Don't
1: to go on this first, Fergie. The um, can you see the team there? Have you got the team there? Yes,
2: yeah. I think I think I prefer Alonso. So you, yeah, you know, obviously it's it's Chilwell um he needs to get rid of. Um I think the rest of his team, team's all right. It's interesting actually Gallagher's in this in you know, in this one as well. And and Smith throw, so he's actually got two non European <laughs> players in <laughs> the yeah. team, but both of them have actually done really well. Yeah. Um but yeah, I I, I personally just think it's a bit of a straightforward move from uh, Chilwell to Alonso. It, you know, it keeps it keeps a double Chelsea Defense as well, and you know, I, I personally like to have my teams quite, quite split. By only having one Chelsea defender, it means if Chelsea keep a clean sheet, you know, obviously he's gonna, he's gonna drop. But if he's got two, he's probably gonna hold rank then. And you know, when he's got, he's got double Liverpool, I wouldn't be going on a triple Liverpool defense personally, just because they're not as solid defensively at Chelsea. So I go for Alonso personally, but you know,
0: yeah, James. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, the only thing, yeah, I would do chill well to Alonso. The rest of the team looks well set up for Christmas to me, so I wouldn't be looking to make any other transfers. Because, um, you, you know, you've got Ronaldo up front. He didn't. He sat on the bench today. You never know. Ralph Ranagnac coming in, doesn't like Ronaldo pressing or something. He could only got a yellow card. Hey?
1: He could only got a yellow card, Ronaldo. He's bit...
0: I would, yeah, <laughs> um, but eight million. If uh, Ronaldo's not playing every week, then well, most games, then uh, then um, you know. What do you imagine? Well, when manager
1: comes in and goes, "Do you want Ronaldo?" I don't, "Yeah, I don't fancy."
0: You. I wouldn't be massively <laughs> surprised. Would you not? Um, well, the the reason I would say that is because um, Gary Neville tweeted today to say he thought that that team was a team that Ralph picked. And he said, and the reason for that, he said, it's a completely different setup to the one that um, Carrick had in the previous game that did did okay. Um,
1: they, oh, they didn't go do okay against Villarreal. I watched that game as well. They were absolute shambles. They should have been 3 or 4 nil down at half-time, you know. <laughs> they were absolutely shocking.
0: But go yeah. on. I, I, I get but, it. But, I
1: get what you're saying. But,
0: yeah. but the point was that if, that if Gary Neville's right, and obviously he's, he's much more in the know than I am well, – um, if Gary Neville's right and, it, and that was a uh, Ralph Rennie picked team, Ronaldo was on the bench. Yeah. So I'm not. So just um, just keep an eye on it. Um, no need to make any rash decisions, but um, yeah. I wouldn't be making any more than one transfer in that side. And you you can set your, You can keep them and uh, and you're set up nicely and use them later further down the line to set yourself up um, going forwards when everyone else has burnt all their transfers. Would you not look to move Geiger on? Not, no, because Crystal Palace's fixtures aren't bad, um, and um, the Europe there's no European games until February the sixteenth. So, um, I don't think there's any rush to get rid of him. And he, he's actually points per million, as I've said for the last couple of weeks, he's actually yeah. right up there. He
1: is.
0: He is. Um.
3: Yeah, well, he's 300th, right, with that team. He's got five teams in the top 3K, so he's got a couple of teams to, to uh, gamble with. I'm, I'm thinking here, with uh, being in top 300 and everyone on Chelsea, I just had a quick look at the top 100 leaderboard, might be a chance to do triple Liverpool here Maybe. with uh, Robertson, and it's a bit different to everyone else. You know, if yeah. Liverpool do better than Chelsea... Mm. I know I know Chelsea're renowned to being amazing defensively but Robertson's played well on Saturday didn't he got an assist I w- wouldn't mind that putting him in there um and then you'd have the triple Liverpool at the back and I like the fixtures for Liverpool this month coming up and obviously Ooh. Carabao Cup um and Gallagher's Gallagher's got United on Saturday, Sunday it's uh, only a single game day, but he's one of the highest scoring midfielders in the game, so it's yeah. a tough one to take him out. But this could be the time to jump on Sancho if he's yeah. going to be starting up, like playing up front for United. So we'll see. One, but mm. he, at least he can wait to that game, and see the lineups because they're playing each other.
1: Yeah.
3: And if Sancho's up front again, he's got a double game week. He's playing young boys in midweek as well. Could be a possibility to jump across. Yeah.
0: It would take a brave man, braver yeah. man than me, to move from a Chelsea to from sort of more of a Chelsea mm. bent to a to a Liverpool bent. <laughs> yeah, and, but do you,
3: uh, it depends. If you're in a mini league and you're winning that, then stick be sensible. Yeah, but if that's yeah, just a team yeah. in the leaderboard and you've got a chance of winning the seventy-five k.
0: Oh, it's, I totally get it, Ben. Well, um,
3: attacking.
1: It comes down to how big your balls, right?
0: I have, I have my balls aren't that big. <laughs> 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 I just think. Um,
1: Obviously, that team's in the top 300. Does he make, need to make rash decisions now? No, I'd probably play it safe. But as Ben says, the, there's the, um, the fixtures are there. The Liverpool fixtures are decent and it's differential. That would, yeah, if. That's what I'm saying. If, yeah. uh, so Alonso came back today and they conceded one. I know it were all Jorginho's fault. fault. But if they did concede a few over the next few game weeks and Liverpool did. Keep yeah, it sheets.
0: could happen. It'll propel him, straight yeah, up into the top 100. I uh, mean, if, the Fergie touched on it earlier. Every time Liverpool play, um, they give up a big chance, and Alisson bails them out. I watch every single minute. Yeah, of them. Well, yeah, that's it. And, yeah. in, and he's yeah. absolutely right when he says that. Um, I I'm surprised we've got as many clean sheets as we have because every game we we because of the high defensive line that, that we play. So attacking. Exactly. Um, we do give give away chances and yeah, we've we've been a bit fortunate at times. Yeah, that's what football was about though. All right, watch. Well yeah. That's what it's yeah.
1: about.
3: Hopefully, um, Robertson, Robertson's scared of, uh, of the competition from Simicus now because he put a good performance in on Saturday.
0: Yeah, but he, he's, he's pushing him hard actually. Yeah.
3: I just looked at top 100 leaderboard. There's only two, uh, three Robertsons in there. Four. But, um, there's one Simicus in there as <laughs> well.
0: Yeah, the the rogue Simicus. We were discussing that on Twitter the other day, weren't we? I yeah. was with somebody.
1: <laughs> so for me, and not for me, no. Um, <laughs> I would do <laughs> Chilwell to Alonso, but I'd I'd also probably I'd go Gallagher to Sancho. Um, I would. I would just take that pun. I I think. God, Doing, you've got to jump on and off players at the right times, yeah, and and that's how what what actually builds your season is being on them at the right times. I think is Conor Gallagher at the end of this season going to be in the top fifteen players, point scorers? He's he not. might
3: be. Well,
1: I can't see it.
2: But well, at the so moment, you bear in mind he's had like an amazing season yeah. so far, and he really has. He's not even in the top twenty now. They're all European players in the top yeah. twenty, and he's had an absolute stormer. So he's yeah. not
1: going to continue. Sure, he's not going to continue this form all season. And there's a time you have to jump off. Yeah. And I think he sat in top three hundred with Conor Gallagher in his team, as well as Emil Smith Raw. I want to touch on him because his fixture, I like Arsenal's fixture, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't recommend touching that. But <clears> Conor <throat> Gallagher at three, I think it's three million to yeah. Jaden Sancho. With what you've touched on, Ben, with that double game week when Palace don't have because they play each other, and then United have got the European fixture, so yep. then jump onto Jen and Sancho there. I think that could be a masterstroke. Mm. It could work very well.
3: Thank you very much.
1: <laughs> no, it could. It could. Um, I, yeah, I I wouldn't go the triple for the Liverpool. I've got a triple. I've got a team with a triple Liverpool. Um, mm. It's doing all right. But yeah, as James says, name. James obviously he watches. I've seen it as well. You've seen it. You go, I've <laughs> managed to like, get out and we scabbed that clean sheet. I think I sent the text into the group Dan. Uh, it was Trent or Cancelo, and James is boom straight away get Cancello in. Trent, obviously assist wise, Trent's brilliant. Goal wise, like he pop up with one, but he was just not not certain about them clean sheets, thinking City better. I should have asked a City fan and he told me, put Trent in. <laughs> <laughs> Over the last few weeks, it's been brilliant, Trent. But yeah, it's one of them. Um, Alonso for Chilwell, I'd go Gallagher for Sancho and then let that roll. Obviously, again, what you said, James, watching what's happening with Ronaldo because you can't leave them funds tied up in your team too long. Uh, if he's not going to be playing... If they're not happy with him. I I always think that you can have a pressing team. For me, you you have a pressing team, one of these teams that love to press. You can afford to have a Ronaldo in your team. He scores goals for fun. Every team can Mm. afford a luxury player. He's a player you've got to build around because I don't care how old he is. He's fit as a fiddle and he scores still. Is it any team... In the Premier League, that could say, "Well, we could just sit Ronaldo on bench." I do I don't, I still don't get it. No matter what tactics you're playing. So, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> right. We. I think have we touched on Ralph? What do we think about Ralph to United anyway, James? Go on. As a Liverpool fan, <laughs> give us your opinion on is he going to be right. as good as Ollie at the wheel? Or, well.
0: I, I was um, I, I had a little cry to myself actually uh, when when Ollie left because I was hoping he'd stay around a bit longer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Ralph Franiak is a potentially a, a great appointment. My only concern is that he has a very specific way of playing.'ve I've, I've actually done quite a um, bit of reading around this, and uh, he, he does like the the high press, and uh, he says you either press or you don't um so there's no half press in his book it is pressing or nothing um and i don't i wonder if he's got the players to play that sort of system um klopp was able to bring that in fairly quickly at liverpool um you might which is why i've sort of been saying you might see some strange lineups coming forward because if Mm. not strains in the sense that you know, you would players that you wouldn't expect to get in that side if they can perform in that system um, and they don't have tattoos. Um, did you hear this? T- did you hear Ralph's comments about tattoos? No, uh, <laughs> he doesn't like to buy players with tattoos because um, he sees them as being more selfish. Generally, no. I, he did sort of backtrack from that comment if you read into it a little bit, but he says it's it's all it's about drawing attention to my to to myself. He says, mm. um, so he's got some very very set ideas. So we might see some some players in that United lineup that we wouldn't normally expect to see. I wouldn't be surprised. But like I said, if they haven't got the players to play that system, it it could all go horribly wrong if they all rebel against it. But my gut feeling is um know he's gonna shake it up and uh, do a good job
1: Berge.
2: yeah there's uh, a couple of of players you know I think I think they're bound to improve because they've got that really nice you know um blend of new manager and uh, you know an exceptional manager as well plus the good fixtures I think that's that's really, really important and to James's point there about maybe in you know Giving other players a game, just for example, if he can get a tune out of Van der Beek and he starts playing him, he's one point seven million, for example, which yeah. would be an amazing enable, you know, in, in midfield. Yeah. Already mentioned De Gea at two point eight, Sancho at three point one, uh, Bruno. You know, he's uh, he's, he's still expect, well, he's still been scoring well, even though United have been awful. Even Ronaldo has been scoring well. He's, he's on ninety seven points for the season. I think he's like the he's he's like the fifth highest scoring player or something like that in the whole game, even though he's had a bit of a nightmare. So. In terms of how I think it'll affect Dream Team, um, I think it'll be positive United players. I, I'm not sure how much Luke Shaw is, but I think he's still like 2.8, you know, and they're really, really cheap players. Um, again, I think we get the opportunity over these next couple of games to see um, how, they, how they do. So they've got um, Arsenal, Palace, and is it Young Boys? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. They've got those over these next two games. You can see how they play against Arsenal. If they look a completely incredible team against Arsenal, you could even take a risk, you know, and and maybe stick in a player or two ahead of the Palace and Young Boys ones. Palace have gone slightly off the boil um, recently. I Think they've conceded five now in the last two, and they were looking really good. But then after that, they have got a massive run of fixtures. So I would say personally, just like you know, monitor the next game or two, see how they do maybe pick out a couple of players you know, maybe these next three games you should get a really good sense of how they're doing and then, you know, we could really be on some on some bargains then. He, he's bound to turn them around, turn them into this, you know, high pressing, high quality team. They've got the quality of player yeah. there, especially offensively and in goal. Not not defensively. I think their defence is absolutely shocking. I can't I can't believe <laughs> like Maguire is still, you know, he's still uh, he's still there. Um you know, well still still playing anyway um but yeah i think there's you know i think they i think they will shake it up massively i'll be careful on ronaldo so he's eight million now ronaldo yeah um he'd probably go down this week but you may want to get on him sooner or rather later because if he bangs next week in these two fishes you haven't got him you could find him up at 8.2 and it's so hard to get again this is something we talked about a while ago yeah Getting on players early just because you might be priced out of them, and he is one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's my take, you know, from a f- from a dream team perspective.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah it'll be interesting to see the formation for the next game because I was surprised to see three centre uh, defensive midfielders playing, but obviously it worked because they went for the counter attacking. Uh, tactics and look, look what happened. He nicked, nicked the goal off, nick the ball off uh, Jorginho and scored a goal from a counter press. Um, I think they'll probably play a similar team against Arsenal, and then against uh, Palace they'll probably go more attacking. But yeah, I'm, I'm definitely uh, looking at Man United now, a bit bit more interest. What about you, Tone?
1: Well. Not after today, I think they were crap again today.
3: Mm. I
1: think they were very, very lucky to get away with a point. Um, their goal, yeah, I don't think it was down to good tactics or whatever. I've just a miscontrol, and to be f- to be fair, maybe last week we wouldn't have seen the two players like yeah. pounding down the pitch, like and uh, putting that press on. Maybe we wouldn't have seen that. So maybe that's where the goal come from, but. Yeah, I've not seen anything special. But Sancho, obviously, two goals in two games. Um got getting minutes. And we know how good he is. We know how good Sancho is. He's got the quality. Uh, Ronaldo, Fernandez. They've got <laughs> it's crazy we're talking about we're t- I'm calling aside shit and they've got these players. <laughs> I, they're not crap on it. I mean they no, just they're not. Need... It's,
2: be, it's been the system and the motivation. As yeah. soon as they get that in place. Offensively, yeah. I think they'll be outstanding, and that'll obviously help the defense because it'll take the ball away yeah, from their heart it'll, it'll be a massive switch i think
1: yeah, I think for too long, the united defense are having to put up with nothing in front of them as well Like, there's um it shows it does show how much a manager and not just a manager but a coaching staff are imperative to a successful team um and you've got to have the right one in place. And I think there's gonna be wholesale changes at United, Carrick, Darren Fletcher, uh, the, the whole coaching structure, it has to go. They're obviously not good enough. Whoever is whoever's back there, they've got to go. And you'd like to think that Ralph will bring in his own team and and we'll see we'll we'll uh, we'll see the benefits of that.
2: I just never understand why why these clubs, uh, you know, it's, well, you know, I, I'm I'm talking elite level clubs now. Just you know this this whole ex this whole ex player thing. It was same yeah. with Lampard and you know yeah. and and Rooney, at, you know, and I just I just don't understand it. Like Man United should have one of the best management and coaching teams in the world, definitely, and they've basically got. A bunch of ex-players who yeah. who have never even worked at any other club. I, for the life of me, I just I just can't understand it. The only one who seems to be doing quite well at the moment is Gerard. I yeah. think, but you know that's you know um, obviously we'll see how that goes. He's still at he's still at Villa. He hasn't managed you know an elite club yet. Well, I'm talking about an elite European club. Right? It's all, all right; we about, got rid of, of all Arsenal fans. That's all. Uh, no, fans no, go. no. I'm, ta- no. <laughs> no, I'm talking about an elite yeah. team from the the top five European leagues. Right? Yeah. <laughs> sorry,
1: sorry. Any,
0: uh... I probably need to I add a bit it. of context there, didn't I? To that, yeah, <laughs> <clears throat>
1: yeah, definitely. It's um. It's like a job for boys. It's like working in parliament, isn't it? When they just give their jobs out to, yeah, really? like, hey, yeah, you used to play for us. Uh, I like you. You're all right. I have you got coaching staff? Oh, the wow. difference
2: is, though, at football clubs, is accountability.
1: <laughs> that's, that's it. That's, that's, it. that's the true. difference. It's not in parliament, is it? Let's not get onto that, Fergie. <laughs> it could <laughs> it be your club. old nightmare. Yeah, we would be having a two and a half hour podcast. Hi, <laughs> um, <right. laughs> let's let's jump onto the Dream Team Tonic Cash League. Um let's Yeah, that's, that's for you Um James, you've got the honours tonight, mate.
0: Oh do I have to? Oh uh, well okay then. Well yeah, um, because
1: you're not on it tonight. Well I'm I know sure I'm Tony. not
0: on it. That's the thing. <laughs> uh, I've dropped off of the um Dream Team Tonic Cash League. Even Tony's over overtaken me. Maybe we got a
1: trophy
0: right. back out. <laughs> no, we know we know that you won the uh, the Euros League. I'm only joking, Tony. <laughs> um, right, <clears throat> in tenth joint tenth place, we have Peter Emerson and Steve Cheek. In ninth, we have Kerry Jones. Eighth, Niles Koopman. Sixth, Andrew Ferguson. Boom! Good stuff there. Really good timing. Just just to sneak in there on on the. Uh, <laughs> the, when you come on the pod, I like it, Fergie. Just well, Fergie time,
2: and there for Christmas as well. Look, I'll be I'll be there all
0: over Christmas now because I won't be back to the next pod until uh, yeah.
2: until the New Year. So I'm happy with
0: that. Yeah, so uh, in joint sixth, we've got Fergie, and we've got um, Matthew Westward in fifth. We've got Heath Robinson in fourth, Henry Cartridge, third, Jonathan Pero, second, Alex Cole, and at the top, Dan Sherwood. Dan is
2: smashing it. My goodness me, he's flying.
0: Absolutely flying.
1: Fair play, mate. Um, He's got
2: about four or five teams in the top uh, few hundred in Telegraph as well. He's absolutely flying. He is. Yeah, he's uh,
1: flying in all formats. I think he is. He's he's having a good year. So fair play, Dan. Well done, mate. Um, Right, quick touch on the top one K ownership, Ben. Yep. Yeah, um, Just the top five, mate.
3: Top five. Uh, Mo Salah, 99.8%. Only in the top one, okay. Reese James, 676 Edward Mendy, 62.9%. Trent Alexander Arnold, 61.1%. And Cristiano Ronaldo, 61. Uh, 61%.
1: 610 teams with Ronaldo sat on the bench from the majority of the game. Mm-hmm. Comes on, gets a yellow card. For moaning about a free kick. It was a drop ball, weren't it? Oh, a absolute nonsense. Yeah. Anyway, i would be fuming. Oh. Be fuming. Most transferred in this week. Um, They're sat there in number one. Bernardo Silva. Bit of a no-brainer at that price. Uh, 25000 transfers in. James, 15500 transferred in. Geiger. Fourteen thousand eight hundred transfers in. Mane, he had a goal disallowed, didn't he? Mane, yeah, yeah, is, yeah, as well again. Nine thousand transfers in, and Rüdiger, who were very, very unlucky not to get his name on the score sheet again. Seven and a half thousand transfers in, um, and then to you for the transfers out, James.
0: Yep, most transferred out this week is Tiedewins, seventeen thousand. Grealish, 13,000. Fernandez, a, a small surprise one. there. Um, 12,000 out. Tamari Gray, nearly 10,000 out. And Ben Chilwell, nearly 10,000 out.
1: We're expecting Chilwell to sit at the top of that list, to be fair.
0: Yeah, I guess people have run out of transfers. So I reckon he'll be top next week.
1: Yeah, yeah. Good shout. Uh, Tamari Gray back from injury this week as well. He looked really good for Everton when he came on. It looked really good. Um, Always right. looks really good. <laughs> oh, we, go. we We're not going to go into the graham Lookman debate, are we? No. Sc- <laughs> hey, he, he scored today. Yeah. Did. Three, that's three goals in three.
3: If you count the offside goals.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he got one today. He got one.
3: Got a tap in today.
1: No wrong with that. They all count, don't they? Right, so that's all from us this week. Um if you're not been the website, com, look at our blogs across there with Connor with his Dream Team blog. Um, Steve with his Sky Fantasy Football blog. A little bit of difficulties with Steve at the minute, but um, hopefully hopefully get them ironed out and he can keep getting his blog towards you, but we'll keep you posted on that. Mike, who does a fabulous fan team blog. And we've got the FPL Max Reaction Pod. Um, if you're an FPL player, get across and give that a listen to if you are looking for a platform to blog on, then we've got some availability. You want to uh, drop us a a direct message on, at Dream Team Tonic, um, on Twitter. Um, we'll have a chat to you. Uh, any suggestions, any improvements you think we can make on the pod or any other things, and just let us know. We're open to your suggestions and yeah. Thanks very much for listening. Um, we appreciate as always some big news coming up during this week and yeah, we're, uh, Looking forward to all your um, all your input. So, cheers, guys! Thanks, thanks very much for uh, spending your Sunday evening uh, with us. It's a pleasure as always. Cheers, James.
0: Cheers, uh, Tony.
1: Cheers, Fergie. Once a month, mate. It's a uh, it's really nice to have you on. You're I couldn't think of anything stuff. better to do, mate. Really enjoyed Excellent. it. Again. Thank you. Cheers, mate. And Ben.
3: Cheers, lads. Sir. Cheers, pal. Good, good pod.
1: Excellent. Um, speak to you guys soon. See you later.
3: Bye. Cheers.